And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. All right, hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast 147. We are your host, Phil and Darren. Today is October 12th, 2016. And like say uh, again, uh, good evening. How you doing, Mama Bear? I'm doing well. Uh, month is flying by uh, like they always do. I'm excited for this month and uh, Halloween and five years of NGNG and all kinds of good stuff going on. So happy to be here. Happy to be doing another podcast. And of course, tonight we do have a special guest. That's not my doppelganger. We can see him now, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. we can. He is he's so, right there. This is the equivalent of seeing uh, Bruce Banner and the Hulk at the same time. I'm not going to say who is who, but uh, people all the time, during, especially during the uh, you know the tournament and so forth, mix the two of us up. What? Uh, I know, right? I hear Be- it all the time. Beards really? and glasses. It's just, I know. But anyway, that is Bandit. And hey, I Bandit. am Bombadil. How's it going? So we're Good, different. Man. I was going to say, I mean, it, uh, to be clear, Bandit, you do have a nice beard, but that is that is some stiff competition my friend i mean i like his stiff. better i like yeah. his better let's let's be fair he's just it's just so symmetrical and it's got the gray you know it's like that yeah. you know you know yeah he's it's got wise. the salt it's yeah he's wise. got the salt going on right i'm i'm I a mean, little bit pre gandalf the gray i'm like gandalf the brownish gray and then i go gray and then i go white and i'm all badass there you go. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I'd like to say welcome to everyone out there. Hopefully, you're having a great day and night. Don't forget, if you'd like to help support the podcast live, retweets are appreciated. I'll drop that link in the chat. And yes, here we are again. We said we are going to be doing a weekly podcast, and well, you're going to like it because we're doing it. Um, so before we kick everything off and our main topics of discussion, and that's why we have you here, Bandit, um, I want to just throw you guys something. Uh, you know, I watched an interesting movie, and I'm going to try to pronounce this. It may be totally incorrect, but is it Ex Machina? Machina. Well, I think if you ask three different people, you get three different answers. But as far as I know, it's Ex Machina. Okay. Well, I watched the movie. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Okay. Nope. Um, Spoiler alert, earmuffs for everyone out there. Very interesting as far as like the twist at the end. And um, the only reason I bring this up is because, it, I don't know, we're, we're in the, the, like, in our lifetimes, maybe not, you know, Darren's, but in our lifetimes. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we may actually see something like this. And if you haven't seen the movie, uh, it was definitely interesting. From a sci-fi perspective, I liked it. There were some things that I didn't necessarily like, but. Well, have you seen those robots? Uh, who is it that does? There's that four-legged one that you can't knock over. It's scary yeah, as shit. Yeah, so it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think we're closer than even people have a clue. Why does, like, that, why does that freak you out, though? I don't know, man. Well, especially when I first saw it. That that video is kind of old, but uh, you know, it's it it's just because we're heading in that direction. It's not just that movie, but also like the TV show that I'm watching and loving, Westworld, that deals with the same kind of idea. Um, I don't know. It's I, it's scared scared me because you know Terminator. Terminator, you're worried about the you know, the singularity happening and you become obsolete. I mean, exactly. I don't know. It definitely, we can go down that like route. Phil just wants robot though. hookers. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, just saying, but you you're going to be old. So hopefully they're gentle, you know, I mean, maybe we'll elixir of, you know, life or something like yes. that. But if you haven't seen it, bandit, 
it's it's a decent sci-fi movie, but it you know basically has to do with AI and you know. Uh, I always uh, like the Asimov books and stuff like that, so it's probably right up my I robot. Um, exactly. Any movies that you've watched yourself, Bandit, recently? Anything that you've liked? Oh man, I don't watch all that very many movies. I just today got to see. Uh, there's like a fan-made Indiana Jones uh, animation that was posted on the Nerdist today. That is freaking awesome. This is the kind of thing. Now, of course, we've had it. Um, we, you know, we do have, thankfully, our uh, MWO animation with Plexi. Oop, I'm just click play on it. I want to watch it again, but uh, super good. And I would love to see something, you know, a full on production. This thing's only like just over a minute long. And as we found out with working with Plexi, these things just take so much time to make but well and sir dub dub when he did the yeah yeah mechware revival sort of video and stuff i mean it's like i would pay good money man a lot of it too you know to see a 30 minute 30 minute production or something like that oh yeah but i mean that one the one scene that always just pops in my mind and there's a gif now uh of the atlas and the direwolf i mean and it's only like what a two second like of them circling and just the raw visceral feel and i'm like oh my it's untapped but also just the reality of like how much time how much effort goes into and these guys are doing it on their spare you know and uh, they're not getting paid well i mean at least not as a job yeah Yeah. he's got his patreon Patreon. and and, but that that's i guess at the end of the day if we want to see it we have to as a community support those individuals you actually have your coffee this time yeah just saying just saying all right well, I did uh, consult the boss over here, and she reminded me that we last saw Magnificent Seven. Mm. It was actually really good. I liked it. It's it's action porn. I would definitely. like to see that. I, I've always been a fan of Denzel. Uh, lately, not so much, but I feel like this will bring me back. Um, I would like to see that as well. Uh, as far as TV goes, like I said, I've been watching Westworld. Totally loving that show. Uh, hey, now, because of... Thanks Netflix. I hate shows that come out every week, once every week. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Put it all out there. I'm totally a binge show watcher, but uh anyway, loving that. And then as we talked about last week, I started uh started the whole series again, all the BattleTech novels, so I actually purchased the uh digital copy of uh uh Thunder Rift from uh Randall Bills and the guys Catalyst. Um and so I've started that book again. I'm well into that book. Love it as always. You know, uh, it's got its unique. What do I want to call it? Character flavor. Well, you know, someone, it's an someone, old book, but someone just asked me on the forums earlier um, mm-hmm. about, and I and I listed the sort of like chronological order because like the first novel is technically a sword and dagger, but right from a from a written standpoint, it was horrible. Like I don't know what that. It was written by like, anyways, it was super bad, but there is actually pertinent information. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. it. has to do with, you know, Hans Davion and stuff like yep, that yep. And, and all that. And it is actually pertinent information, but I always recommend Decision at Thunder Rift. And uh, again, I, I think it goes back to sort of my imagination of being an adult and seeing movies now that are portraying you know sci-fi and in, in a in a vision that we've never really been able to see before and allows you to sort of expand when i read the novels now i think of a a, a it's just completely different and, and a better experience for me personally as an adult reading the novels even though they are generally speaking not you know it's not like they're difficult reads it's not like they're you know like uh i don't know made for like a 
certain IQ level or whatever, but uh, they're definitely like kids, teenager. They're fanfare. open to all. They're 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 family friendly. They're whatever. Um, you know, I read them in my teens. I read them in my twenties, thirties, and now my forties. I've enjoyed them uh, because I'm a BattleTech fan. But through all those decades. Um, what I, you know, it, I, I'm always reminded when I read them how different the fiction is from video games and for good reason and, and tabletop and so forth. But what I love in this novel is just how terrifying a locust is, you know, or a wasp or a stinger or, um, the big ones that, that, uh, you know, the great death legions or Carlisle's commandos or whatever starts off yep. with are the, um, you know, the, uh, why can't I think of the, the shadow hawk? It's yeah, like, you, you know, that's their main, it's yeah. taken out of action well, early. Think, and then the Marauder it. gets off the dropship and it's like, everybody goes, oh my, they treat it like it's an Atlas. We're so used to just everybody running around with hundred ton mechs, yeah. everything big, whatever well, they want. It's, it's the I love visceral that. nature of real life and how you can portray that in a novel and a game where you just have respawns and, and there is no consequence. Uh, yep. Right. And it's like, for me, I can put it in perspective of, it's like, these are military vehicles, like having a tank. And imagine if here we are sitting on some alley and all of a sudden a dude pops around with an RPG. I mean, that pucker factor of 9,000 is going to kick in, right? I mean, and it's one of those where now you can imagine this, you know, three-story, two-story tall, you know, machine that... Well, is- somebody pulls out a knife on you and, and you're going to have the pucker factor. So little, let alone a 20-ton freaking yeah. death machine. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, so anyway, totally loving it. The point is, we're going to have Randall on next week. This time, yeah. next week, we're going to have Randall Bill. Some of you might have caught him earlier on Hyper RPG. Uh, they did a Q&A with uh, Mitch Gittleman from uh, Hairbrained, and it was quite good and cool to listen. I always love listening to the I missed it insider talk or whatever. I'm sure it'll be on there as a highlight or whatever. But uh, yeah, worthwhile, good to listen to. But uh, I was kind of prepping for next week. It'll be fun to talk to him again, see what they're uh what they're doing now, right now bennett are you how, can you give us a little bit of history on on you uh battle tech history had where did it start for how you? old were you when you were born <laughs> when i was born well geez not not very old but uh mech warrior 2 was my first love uh i just remember that freaking intro man <sighs> all you of know? you I could quote the whole damn thing. All of you Mech Warrior 2. I feel like 90% of this community came in at Mech Warrior 2. Well, dude, that's what happens when you're that old. What I know, do you want right? from us? Well, like, but you know what? When Mitch and uh, Randall and my all wife them is were talking. that she's not my first love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking at me like. <laughs> <laughs> the dagger eyes. I, that's why I like watching uh, the Mitch and Randall because they're even well. Randall's did, did a little you, bit younger so than me. Was but. it Mech Warrior Two or was it Mech Warrior Two Mercenaries or Ghost Fire? Mech Warrior Two, and then I got yeah. all of the expansions. Um, I remember that Kodiak opening and stuff. I mean, I, I loved it all. It was great, and the Mercenaries opening too. It's just all the intro videos just gr- ingrained in my head. But I enjoyed the gameplay and all that stuff. It was fantastic, and then I actually. As I got older, I went back and played like the SNES and stuff like that, and that top-down uh, version on the NES or SNES and all that stuff. It was really sweet. Was that like Mech Warrior thirty forty-five or something like that? I don't remember. It's been forever, but going back and playing the old ones, I still enjoyed them. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a, uh, a fast? Did you get into the novels at all? Did, like, did you go down that route? I did actually. Okay. Um, in fact, fun 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 fact is. Uh, I was going to name my first boy Aiden. Oh, here we go. No way. 
But since it's so damn popular, we ended up picking something else. But oh, I, man. since I was a kid, after reading the books, I was set on it. My first kid was going to be named Aiden, and uh, my dreams are shattered. It's all right. I was gonna, I was gonna go the the Phelan route, but uh, I don't know if the wife will let that one happen. So. Yeah. I, I named my daughter Micah, which kind of sounds like Kai. No, it doesn't. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. But... Not even close. I was trying, uh, grasping. Yeah. I That's sold cool. it hard, but. Yeah. So you right. uh, came in at MechWarrior 2, been around the novels and everything else. What about Tabletop? Do you play that ever? Have you? I have not, but I am I want to. It's just, it came down to I feel like you're a candidate, man. Yeah. I never knew anybody. I've never played D&D either. That's, those are games that I've always wanted to do, but never got into because I never was surrounded by people that wanted to play him. If you weren't going to be shoutcasting at MechCon, <laughs> I would say go hang out with Randall and play some tabletop with him. You know, gonna... I I watched a lot of that, uh, you know, the Death from Above and stuff like that. It was pretty slick. Uh, I wish I had miniatures. I want miniatures so bad, even if they're giant miniatures. I, I want statues. Yeah, uh, Phil, Phil, that's not me. But uh Anyway, that is it's awesome to have you here. Um, we, of course, have you here for some reasons, things we want you to talk reasons. about. The main one, the big one that we want you to talk about, and thank you for showing up. This was last second, literally. It was afternoon here when I asked him if he wanted to be on today, but uh, we got some notice that things were happening, and we want to talk to you about the big one, MRBC, Season 8. Now, last e- or last season, I shouldn't say last year, Season 7 was a record breaker. You had... How many teams in Season 7? I believe we had 73 teams was our new record for signups in Season 7. That was about six months ago. Let's take, right. let's, let's take a step back here. If someone is listening and or watching this podcast, what the hell is MRBC and why should I care? It's Murbuch. Murbuch. Or or as Trainsy likes to call it, Mr. BC League. Uh, there you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's, what that's what does it stand for? It is uh, Mercenary Review and Bonding Commission. Uh, it is not original to us. It actually existed, I believe, in was it MechWarrior three, three Mech or four? Warrior. It was it was in Mercenaries. MechWarrior four Mer- Mercenaries, I think, is what had it. Um, but of, of course, it's been in lore and stuff like that forever. Um, but it's essentially, that's the fancy name for the competitive third party competitive league for MechWarrior online. It's completely player run. Um, we do get some awesome support from PGI, of course, in terms of, uh, rewards for the winners and stuff like that. And we appreciate that for sure. But all of the infrastructure and everything like that is all run by people who just love playing this game. And all who the does run it? And everything. Who are the uh, community members? Doyle is the the head honcho from Ninth STS. Uh, he's in the European uh, region. Uh, Frost Pendragon from SJR. He's another administrator, uh, and then of course me and MD has been helping out as well. Those are the main guys doing it right now, but. Um, a lot of people in the background, especially Doyle's uh, fantastic girlfriend, Shell, is the webmaster. And without the awesome infrastructure f- in the background to keep things running and well-oiled and stuff, it's so difficult to run a league. But she really makes it look easy. She's a genius. I have to say, I was involved in Season 7. I did play on the PGI team for a bit. And the and I did all the interfacing on the website. Um, you know, scheduling matches, getting signed up, all that stuff. And I have to say, amazing job. To have that much of it automated, uh, I'm sure, cuts down a huge amount of time on your guys' end. 
Um, and I totally appreciated that. In my opinion, if you're going to be a serious league or, or tourney or anything like that, uh, it's got to be something like that. And 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 you guys are obviously serious. Um, what makes you know MRBC has been around for a long time, right? This is one of the oldest, if yep. not. I think Arhad started a little bit earlier. But what's it's the sets, longest surviving league? Definitely, yeah, longest surviving and maybe the highest participation. Because what I was getting at this season, season eight. Broke a record again, didn't you? Absolutely. A couple records. Uh, we got 75 teams now, so we've beaten the 73 team. And the Oceanic region made a very strong showing, and I think part of that is because of uh, the tournament. Got a lot of people in there uh, and excited about competitive MechWarrior. So I believe it's 13 teams for Oceanic when there was only nine last season. So we're seeing that region start to grow, and that's extremely exciting. So... Obviously, we're talking about the comp scene, and the comp scene um, is basically made up of player-run leagues and tournaments. There's, you know, some one-off tournaments that happen. There's some that have happened a few times, and like you said, you're the longest-lasting MRBC as a season uh, or the the the, the league. Um, what sets MRBC apart? Why do you, why should people watch MRBC? Which, from my perspective absolutely everybody that is has any interest in uh mwo battletech any of that any of that stuff should be checking it out but what sets it apart why should people check it out i think the biggest thing that set it, sets it apart it's not just a tournament it's not just like you go in you get your butt kicked and you're done it's a divisional league uh that really is uh i wouldn't say noob friendly but it is definitely friendly to people who want to start taking competitive mwo seriously in which you get eight guys together and and <laughs> in a scheduled match and play, you know. Uh, so divisional meaning we've got tiers of skill levels and you climb the tiers as your team proves itself and gets better. Um, I know my team started in the very bottom and we were able to work ourselves up. We're currently in Division B. Uh, we definitely have a lot of fighting going on to be able to keep that spot because some people say we should be relegated. I'm going to prove them wrong this season. But either way, bottom line, there's definite a definite top to bottom and uh, you got all the best teams at the top, and they're fantastic to watch, and it's some really good shows. But we do put a focus on covering top to bottom, you know, A, B, C, D, down to E, showcasing all these new, fresh teams coming in, seeing their different play styles, being able to comment, comment on it, and just watch these teams grow. And it's, uh, I think it's um, the biggest thing that's set us apart is just how much we focus on the media portion of it uploading recordings of the matches, shout casting, uh, promo videos and stuff like that, and just getting people excited to play. I was going to say, you know, looking at it from the outside, you know, we've got the, you know, MWO tourney going on and how many teams registered for that. Well, to me, it, it looks like some of these teams that may not have even known about MRBC or Arhad, MRBC seems to be an area where they can go to and at least grow and build that sort of skill level and or experience. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, we know how those top teams are going to perform, you know, and just like you said, they're going to be up there. But then how about the rest? And then to me, that's what's intriguing is what happens a year from now when, you know, uh, the next, you know, MWO World Tournament. And are we going to see some of the teams that just started off and are able to participate in MRBC throughout the year and gain that experience? what happens at the top, you know, what gets shaken up. So there's three things specifically that I love about MRBC and I've been a fan for a long time. Um, 
and you know i just love everything that they're doing because it is such an immense amount of work from everybody the guys that are running it uh doyle and frost and and shoutcasters like uh mdm and bandit but also all the way in all the people in the background that you know aren't getting the glory or whatever as well as every single team player captain everything it's just an amazing amount of work that goes into it so i love watching it um but the three things that stick out to me number one is of course you get the the triple a play you know the the top tier which tier a or whatever bracket a um best teams best players in the world insane to watch to watch that skill level um is just great fun always um or most of the time uh the second thing is on the other end of the scale new teams always what i love about them is you can just have these crazy matches they they, you know top tier teams they get a meta down they get very Every little mistake you make, the tiniest mistake, uh, is you know huge. It, it could have, it could lose literally the snowball match. effect. Yeah, snowball effect. Whereas with these starter teams, man, they'll just throw you a curveball. Things that, that the you know, Zeus is loose. Yeah, Zeus is <laughs> loose. They're experimenting, you know, and and so amazing matches can happen from that uh, that are just just as fun to watch as the the top tier teams. And then the third and final thing that I love about it is being able to witness the growth, like you said, that happened with Marine Max, um, of an entry-level team, people that get excited about it, love the competition, the feel of the competition, but, you know, can't take on Imperial or whoever else. Um, and they, you know, start at the bottom, which isn't a bad thing. It's you're starting at entry level and you work your way up. And seeing people develop that skill and those tactics and learn how to play is just, is it's as exciting as anything else. So, yeah, it's it's a great league. So where can people go to check that out? Uh, we are located at mrbcleague.com. Uh, we also have a Twitch channel that I encourage everybody to follow, which is twitch.tv slash mrbcleague. Uh, that is the primary channel that the shoutcasts will be on. So if you keep the notifications up for that one, you might be able to catch some of the uh, epic games going on. We just had our first one uh, yesterday, which was um, kind of a, an unofficial one. It was a scrimmage where two teams were kind of feuding over who was going to get their spot in Division A, uh, and they duked it out to an excellent, uh, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it yet, but an excellent uh, ending. And uh, it was fantastic, and it was a a pleasure to cast, and uh, it's going to be great getting back into the saddle and watching some of those games. It's just so, it's not the same map over and over and stuff like that. It's, it's, excellent straight of the way through all five drops all different all different tonnages and stuff like that it's amazing well and, and i think that's a point to bring up too if, if someone's uh looking at getting involved with mrbc is it's not just oh here's x tonnage go it's it's not that i mean you guys have restrictions on mechs maps and all that i mean can you can you dive into that and also from your perspective what do you think is more entertaining or enjoyable from maybe even a player standpoint uh, well, personally, I, th- I love the extra restrictions because I feel like it, it brings a lot of the, uh, I guess how well you do comes back to the mech lab and to the planning board where you're, you're coming up with your drop decks, picking the right pl- pilots for the right mechs and stuff like that. And I love that staging and how important that is. Obviously the best laid plan completely goes out the window as soon as the first shots are fired, but it still matters. It still definitely matters. And you can't just go refit a mech and come back to the battle or anything like that. Your your uh, plan has to stick in some fashion. Gotcha. 
And uh, so some of the drop, um, each each match typically has the same restrictions on it, but each drop is different. So drop one, four lights, four mediums, uh, and only one duplicate mech allowed. So you're going to see at least seven different chassis on the field per team, which is fantastic. Uh, and then it gets heavier and heavier as you go. And it's that same layout every week. But the the maps change and stuff, so it's it's exciting to see the strategies that come out for varying tonnages. Gotcha. Now, um, if let's see, we're recording this on Wednesday evening. This will probably mm-hmm. go live on YouTube tonight. Uh, hopefully, SoundCloud as well. But it, it latest early in the morning. Um, if people are saying, "Hey, this sounds cool. I want to check out MRBC." Obviously, we said twitch.tv forward slash MRBC League. Um, is there a YouTube page? If somebody wants to start watching tomorrow, when can they? Like, when and how can they start watching MRBC? If you go to MRBCLeague.com, there's a section right at the front where the match casts are showcased. The most recent one is there. But if you drop down uh, the menu, you can choose match casts or team recordings. And team recordings, uh, teams are given bonuses for uploading their perspective of the battle. So you can go watch a cast and then go back and watch it from a pilot's perspective uh, just to see how it went down and see whether or not I was completely full of myself when I made a call on something, you know? <laughs> like, they can, you can get into that deep dive and really see, and especially when they leave their, their comms on, that is fan. I love hearing team comms. It is one of the most exciting things yeah, ever, and I think that was the huge backbone to the This Is MechWare Online video and the second one, that team comms, it sends chills up my spine. Dude, that's just what I was going to say. Look, those those videos are awesome, and I don't want to demean any part of that production. Everything takes a ton of work. But it is those comms, those battle comms that exactly – I just got chills when you were talking about it. it. It is the comms that gives me chills because I've been there. You know, I, I, I haven't been there with uh, MWO, but I've been competitive in other games. I know that feeling. And just hearing that, to me, that is pretty much – you know, the title says it, this is MWO. That is what MWO is to me personally. It's that, that experience when you get together with your teammates, you work out a plan, you execute that plan and you're successful or not, whatever. It's just so exciting. And the, the, the comms on those videos just capture it perfectly. And I agree that's without that, those comms, those videos, I'm sorry to say, just would not have anywhere near the same impact. Love every aspect of it, but yeah, definitely. And uh, I have renamed my team. I'm with the Marine Mechs, of course. Our A team is called the Marine Mechs Screaming Bandits. And it's that <laughs> way for a reason. Because, you, yeah, we've heard some of your uh, comms in those videos. But uh, anyway, that is awesome. I want everybody out there to, if you have any bit of interest whatsoever in what we've been talking about, be sure to check out MRBC League. That's MRBCLeague.com. Or you can check them out on twitch.tv forward slash MRBC League. And like uh, Bannett said, you can go to their main website. You can see some of the videos that uh, different perspectives. That was also another element that I thought was really cool. So um, be sure to check that out. Now, staying in line of shoutcasting, moving on to the next topic. You've been, uh, you just basically finished a very long period of time, both you and uh, MDM Zero. Um, the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. I saw that tweet today. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. But uh, anyway, um, you guys finished the qualifying rounds for the MechWarrior Online World Championships, and now you're moving into the regional finals. Or, right? Is that what they're called? Regional yeah, finals? Regional yeah, regional finals. Yep. 
so many different terms. I got to make sure I'm using the right one. So they actually already started. Uh, Oceanic started. I actually stayed up until or at least made myself be aware at 3 a.m. that they were starting my time and I got to hang out for part of them. Uh, very fun. I loved listening to all the Aussies on there and because uh, you had some people talking in your team speak Let or whatever. Let some of the, the comms bleed through yeah. and just hearing that sportsmanship between but, yeah, the Oceanic guys That's what fantastic. I was just going to say, man. Kudos to you guys out there in Oceanic. You know, I'm sure not everybody's that way and, and there's plenty of people uh, in, in Euro and, and Americas or whatever the same way, but I, you know, the, the sportsmanship all around has just been phenomenal. And uh, I tip my hat to you guys. And it was a lot of fun watching the Oceanic guys. So tell us about the regional finals. Uh, obviously, today, the uh, the finalists were announced as well as the schedules. Uh, do you want to tell us who the finalists are from each region? Sure. Um, do you have that in, on hand? Yeah, I do. Actually, I have it up right here. Uh, in the Americas region, uh, Imperial Steel Jaguar, Lords, and it's House of Lords, of course. The 228th IBR, Black Watch, and Storm Jaguar are the top five for the Americas. Not a lot of surprises there uh, for a lot of people who, who saw the initial lineup. Um, Storm Jaguar is, I guess, a little bit of a surprise in that it's a combo team. It's a combination of uh, Seraphim Rising Storm and Steel Jaguar pilots. Kind of, they're they're the guys who didn't make the main roster went and formed a combo. So it's exciting to see that they made it up into the top five. We had a very exciting, um, well, we didn't really get to watch it, but the fact that it existed was exciting. A three-way tie between 228 Storm Jaguar and Dropship 5, another a very upcoming team that everybody's excited to watch. Uh, they are actually going to be in Div A this season, but they had a three-way tie. It was a dead tie, too. There was no way to really do any sort of uh, tiebreaker for it besides to play additional matches, and they played that out, and 228th and Storm Jaguar have moved on into that top five region. Uh, I would in- like to real quick interject um, what you were just specifically touching on that that uh, tie, three-way tie. We are going to be scheduling a live stream this is in the uh developmental stages <laughs> it may even be as early as friday uh bandit agreed to join us hopefully uh, mdm will be joining us as well phil and i and we're going to do kind of a little bit of a post commentary wrap up of the uh the qualifiers as well as um that round robin uh between those three teams and kind of what happened um maybe go over some of the best matches do some highlights Talk about the uh, the regional um, finals, moving into the finals at uh, MetCon and so forth. But that stream will be coming up within the next few days. Uh, er, by the earliest Friday, by the latest, probably Monday or Tuesday next week, we'll let you know, depend on these guys' schedules and, and what we can throw together. But uh, we will have that um, that wrap-up. But sorry to interrupt. Continue. No problem. In the Europe side, we've got Eon Synergy, Russian Clan Jade Falcon, uh, the other Lords team, House of Lords European team, Black Spikes, and Ninth Sanguine Tigers. And then for Oceanic, 228th Wild Ones, that's the second 228th team to make a top five. (laughs) Uh, This is, of course, the uh, Oceanic group. Squad Foxtrot, I believe they're part of OMC. Uh, ISRC, Coma and Eben Keshik. Yeah, so I got to see a little bit of Foxtrot and Coma uh, on Monday. Some good teams. Um, so it looks like Lords and 228 were the two teams that got actually two teams in different regions. Are any of these other teams affiliated in that way, or are those the only two that are? 
I mean, I guess you could say strong Jaguars slightly in that they have some SJR players on their team. Um, but other than that, I'm not sure if there's much of a blend there uh, between any of the other ones across region. All right, so you're going to be um, casting these when? What's the schedule? Uh, we will be casting, uh, we've already casted the first day of the Oceanic region. We got through three of the matches, uh, four, um, five team double elimination. There can be a maximum of nine matches played total, uh, eight if the final match is a victory for whoever's undefeated essentially. Uh, but if that team loses then they play again for a ninth match so we've played through three of them so far on oceanic so we have to finish up on sunday uh but tomorrow for europe we will be uh casting about midday for the americans anyways um the their first matchup so we'll see how many we can get through there on the bracket uh americas will be starting saturday night and then um, that's the first days for all three regions. The second day for all three regions, it looks like Oceanic's going to be on Sunday. It uh, looks like Europe's going to be on Sunday. And then America might be on Sunday or might be on Monday, depending on who gets knocked out in the first match because of some scheduling issues where some teams can play on the weekend, some can't, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we're going to have to just watch to see how those go out. And then once we know more, we'll definitely update the schedule. So, Sunday, Sunday, we might have a super Sunday. Sunday that's for sure. <laughs> so be a long day. You've got the the big question is is who do you think the final two teams will be? But before that, let me ask you a question about maybe the three different uh, time zones. Um, do you see uh, you know a, a big difference in the style of play between the three? I do see some differences. Uh, some of the what we would consider really high tier teams. Uh, who are currently essentially undefeated teams or at least sitting in first C. A lot of them have very similar play styles, I would say. Uh, but even as close as like second and below that, uh, you definitely start to see a little bit of differences in personalities. Some of that might have to do with what pings they play at or what pings their opponents typically play at. So I'm really excited to see once we get to these teams on land, how that plays out because there's no more excuses in terms of latency. (laughs) Yes. And Oceanic had the play uh, option to play on whatever server they wanted, but they stuck it out on the Oceanic servers. And even with sometimes people having 200 ping from Australia, they're still playing and playing hard and, and getting the job done for sure. I've had my Australian friends, uh, you know, I, I play a lot of online games with them. And most of the time, 90% of the time, they're playing on U.S.-based servers just because there's more of us from the U.S. or whatever. Um, but every once in a while, I'll play on his servers. And he doesn't know how to play because uh, <laughs> without that lag, he's he's trained himself, you know, to shoot with lag or whatever. So it will be interesting. Jay's like pings under yeah. 150 exists, Love and you're Jay. right. There are three teams. Obviously, I'm just I'm I'm interested to know who's gonna be who's gonna go home. I don't know the, if we should. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we should project though, or or or, or upsets or happen. We've yeah. seen upsets yeah. happen I, even in the qualifiers. Yeah. So it's it's anybody's game, and it could come down to just how people are feeling on that day. You know. And that's why it's nice that it's double elimination, because even if you screw up in one, you still have another chance to play against somebody else and work yourself back up the ladder. But 
uh, who knows? You know, what, we'll just have been, to watch. What's been a big upset for you, uh, you know, uh, this season or at least this round? What's been one of the biggest, big notice? Well, DS5 ones? was a big one. <laughs> just uh, Dropship 5 just kind of came out of nowhere. They're, they're yeah. really exciting. And you can tell that they're taking it very seriously. It's one of the reasons why they've been kind of shot up to Div A right now is because we want to see what they can do when they play against the best the best of the best and and you know close that skill gap whatever remaining skill gap maybe we'll start talking about dropship five uh going forward who knows there's only one way to find out and that's to watch them of course uh but you know we've had upsets i i could say um such as Ian's eon synergy losing against 331st minnesota tribe um it was just a really well executed brawl that caught eon synergy off guard i think in an even you know if they if eon could do it again they would probably roll over 331st but for some reason something happened on that day it was a big ups- upset it didn't end up changing the st- uh, the standings at all but uh because eon of course won out but that's their only loss is that upset and it's it was shocking it was definitely shocking and if upsets happen in the brackets it's going to have a much bigger impact than in the qualifiers gotcha well i'm excited because i actually get to you know meet you and we what we're we're talking about is metcon yeah so obviously we're going into the regional finals and then the finals at metcon where bandit will be i mean that's what you're I'm su- I'm super excited for a few reasons. One, Metcon, you get to find watch the you know the final matches, see who who's going to come out on top. Uh, you get to for those that ha- you know um, get to meet you know Randall Bills, get to meet uh, Jordan, get to meet Russ, get to you know for those that haven't done that as well. The tabletop uh, HBS is going to be there. Uh, I mean, and obviously there will be some some surprises from PGI's uh, you know um, you know as well. So I. And it's getting closer, and I think it was it was like a surreal moment last uh, year, uh, Darren, when we went like just walking in the office, you know, hey, how, hmm. how things going? Um, yeah. So it'll be, uh, and of course, we are going to be doing a podcast uh, there live. We're going to take over uh, some part of the office and and do that, and maybe steal some people to to bring in. So we will do that as well. But Metcon, yeah, it's uh, it's. I believe we'll uh, Bandit will be getting you and MDM up there a day early so hopefully we'll be getting into those details i think uh the last couple days of this week trying to arrange the schedules but uh hang out in the office um tina said she's giving a couple office tours that friday before metcon but what are you looking forward to most at metcon uh this will be your first time in vancouver yeah or no yeah i've never been out of the country i actually got my passport specifically because (laughs) of this so it's going to be kind of an experience (laughs) right on so what are you uh, what are you looking forward to what's exciting uh i can't wait to see some of the you know some of the fellow mech warriors and stuff like that i don't really have people around me that are into the same things as me i wear like mech warrior shirts every single day to work and stuff and nobody gives a crap there was like one time some guy like a vendor came in and was like hey i know what that is and that's it you know that's you're gonna be a superstar you are you're surrounded by nerds i love it it's gonna be awesome dude and you're gonna have there's gonna be people that are excited and nervous to meet you i I will say this bring a jacket like a like something that's waterproof do it and then an umbrella as well and something warm yeah because like no just drizzles rain all the time yeah and our last like our first day there was sort of overcast the day of um uh you know like last year the the party was perfect weather and then the day after it was just like just sideways rain and i should have known better 
And my wife was like, I told you to bring a jacket. And I was like, you were right. And yeah. So I did also hear a rumor of possibly Battletech themed drinks. No. Something, something like I have that. heard that as well. Yeah, the PP, like PPC, the uh, Grasshopper. So I will those try were some names that were thrown around. <laughs> it'll make <laughs> try for a good all. cast. Careful, only, man. I know. It'll only take, you know, two and, you know. I, so I, I don't know. I have I, limited hard points and tonnage then. Huh? Oh, my gosh. I don't you know should... how many drinks it was until I started tripping over things. But, uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, quick. in your defense, there was literally lights in the middle of a walkway. Who sticks lights? Who does that? On the like floor that, in the middle. I, I don't know. But Full of people that are going to be drinking. Like, yeah. that was not thought out, you know. But Anyway, yeah. we're excited to see you at MacCon. That is, of course, December 3rd. Anybody that can make it would love to see you there. Can't wait to meet you all. Anybody that can't, it will be streamed live. I think the entire 12 hours are going to be streamed live on twitch.tv forward slash piranha games. Um, in fact, <laughs> I don't know how much he even knows about it, but there may be... Uh, Phil is going to be working the event. That's what I was going to say. Oh. You may not even know about it. So as far as the stream goes, there's potential that you'll be seeing oh, Phil geez. walking around with a microphone and, and on yeah, camera I, and so forth. That's that's a new one on me. That's, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about this. We, 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 we plan uh, Phil's schedule is without letting him know. What it is like? <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, but it, yeah. So speaking of uh, MWO, we do have a few things. Um, there's been a few things in the community that I love artwork. I, I that the fan creation. Wait, why art- the hell are you calling it artwork? We, we all know what this is called. I'm what is like, this called? No, I peruse the fan creations. It's mech porn, fan. though. I Let's know. call it what Hold it on. is. Let's this not is call pix- it artwork. This, no, this is pixel porn. Okay, this is pixel what porn. This is. Nice. Pixel, you, can you link? Uh, this is actually a pixel mech, and it started by uh, a, f- a handful of people, and uh, I think it's a Lucius Dan. Uh, has continued and copper uh, capper deluxe is out Be there luscious stand but yes he's creating this um uh a little uh, 2d game as well from it and is it luscious i don't okay um but anyways super awesome i love mech porn pixel porn and of course speaking of mech porn uh the daddy of mech porn or one of them spooky 777 obviously we know him from all of his mech porn he actually started doing catalyst game labs work officially behind the scenes a while ago and he's came out with a few anyways he just updated um his uh his deviant art page so if you like any of his stuff make sure to give him a follow over there um it his stuff yeah. is very unique very realistic it's scenes it's, you know it's it's uh you see the infantry you see the vehicles you see everything um it's basically like a photograph and and i think he just does such an amazing job i'm so glad catalyst saw his talent as well i feel like he just captures moments in time and that they just speak to me you know like on every level uh an amazing artist and Uh, really he's the only artist that takes does it that way yeah well uh, all you know what he's doing not all he's doing what he's doing is he's actually setting up a scene in 3ds max or my or whatever and then he takes a render and then he brings that in Photoshop and does his whole, you know, magic. Magic, man. Um, but, uh, you know, actually seeing mechs that we play with in game now in a scene where in the Battletech universe. Uh, and to me, that's really cool. So, guys, make sure to, like, you know, give him a like. Um, you know, I think he does commission work as well as, like, Shimmering Sword and uh you know we, you know remember pre mwo we knew these artists just as amazing artists that did the best max that we liked on uh you know on uh alex 
Yeah, Alex, no, no. I'm saying all you know. these guys, though. You know, they, they it's it's so cool to see and and Hayden, uh, these community members just do something out of passion, and then it actually turns into a paying gig, like it happened for us. Um, it's just been awesome, it's, and to me, it is the best times for mech. Uh, well, I'm going to call it mech porn. I was going to say artwork, <laughs> art, but it is it, it's just an amazing time. The the best artists. I love all the classics. Of course I do from the 80s and so forth. But man, the stuff that these guys are doing is just top notch. Super happy about it. Um, I think that was the last community thing you had. Yeah. Could, if you don't mind, just I'm going to really quickly run through the MWO stuff that's going on, the yep. MWO news, uh, if you don't mind linking stuff as I hit it. But uh, just a quick announcement, 2016 Customer Appreciation Rewards are coming to a close. You have until October 18th to qualify for those rewards. You can go to the website, mwmerks.com, check out what it takes to qualify. And I did, actually, did you drop into uh, Stable and see some of those uh, some of those mechs, those designs? Yep, yep. Dude, and I, was, I, was also I wasn't expecting with, that. I was also playing with the Huntsman. Of, <laughs> of course you were. Uh, <clears throat> Huntsman, amazing. Um, speaking of that, we are uh, day two into the countdown to the Huntsman, the seven-day countdown. So let's see. I think yesterday they did the badges and the titles or something like that. Yep. Um, Matt might have done the desktops today. I know he was a little behind because he was working on the uh, the customer appreciation stuff. Bandit, hmm. you're going to love it. Love what? The Huntsman? The Huntsman. Yeah. What let, for? Well, let, let's just put it in this perspective. You have a 50-ton clan Omnimac that has a multitude of hard points, all of which are high mounted, even the torso, all the energies are cockpit level or higher and ballistic, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's got into it's got Pharaoh, it's got five jump jets, uh, everything the Nova wishes it had. But, you know, the difference being too is I think it'll actually, I think it's going to be like the Nike year where, you know, if the, the tonnage, which it's like 20 some odd tons, but crit space, I think, is going to be the key part. So I think the Huntsman is going to be a terrifying 50-tonner. Bandit, have you been interested in it at all? Have you been looking at it? Did you think it would be... You're I, a heavy guy. What are you talking about? He likes honest, his fucking Warhammer. I, I watched the Kanajashi Should You Buy videos. And I kind of get a good idea based on that. And I have not watched that yet. The last one I watched, of course, was the Night Gear video. Uh, but I can't wait. I don't. Has he put out one for the Huntsman yet? No, I not think? yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, when I don't he does, so. if he does, I so will you be hear that, Kaniashi? It is is up to you to sell Bandit here. Uh, I wanna, like watching his videos for sure. If, well, if you want to check out his videos, youtube.com forward slash Kaniashi. And I also think there's something to be said about like uh, that the it's taller you know it doesn't have the squat sort of wide you know arms as well where the you know the nova it's gonna be interesting Let's and just... damn fine legs they're and very it, unique looking legs cool looking yeah. uh yeah I mean, what are those legs called the digigrade i think digigrade yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah anyway looks really cool um and we'll we'll be looking forward to that video from kaniyashi uh, but anyway, it is tomorrow will be day three. Uh, we'll get probably this, the the quirks and then the usual. Uh, we'll get the scale images and, and cockpit video and all that stuff. So be on the lookout for that. That is, of course, the Huntsman coming on the patch on the 18th. So a week from yesterday. Uh, then we've got Mechtoberfest still going on. That's a 17-day event. It ends on the 17th. So you've got five, five days, left. days left. You can earn MC cockpit items. You know, and hold lots on. Of let, me, let me take a step. I've mm-hmm. actually... Uh, Obviously, I can't participate in all of these events. You can't either. And but 
I've heard a lot of praise about this type of thing. The the, the long term event. event? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it spaces out. You don't have the same. Uh, it almost goes a step further where I think dailies, where the dailies would be fantastic if they were different. It's it's like logging into Hots or, or whatever game, and the dailies are different for everyone. Ergo, it doesn't over flood the you know matchmaker and stuff just with like just heavies when a met comes out and stuff right like right that. right and and we're I think still going to is... have those other events but i do believe that this is an but, awesome yeah direction. and, and I, I guess it. that's what i'm saying where yeah i think take this and of course i know matt you know um you know he's the, the he's matt the works brains. very hard on these things of course you know i think the events have to make sense for matt so if we're going to be doing like Oktoberfest, Mechtoberfest yeah, yeah. makes sense, right? So we need to work with Matt, I think, on finding... No Shave November? That, <laughs> right, exactly, no. something like that. I'm not shaving. Uh, Just got to say, the name of this event is uh, pretty slick. I wonder who came up with that one. That would be Matt as well. But, <laughs> hey! Um, no, it was and, you? And the Atlas with the beard. Did he? No, but I mean, it's it's one of those things where... I. I, I, I did hear some complaining, but I think you're just going to hear complaining just because, whatever. In general, I've heard nothing but positivity. It allows people to take their time, spreads it out. It doesn't force everyone in the same thing, through, you know. Yeah. And I think it's a net win. And again, I just look at it as, okay, what's what's doing right? Can we improve? And, and I think dailies would be fantastic for people as By well. By the way... Because- we got bitch slapped from chat. Evidently, uh, Kanyashi did put out a... Uh, no, you did. I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. Brandon didn't say it. Um, all right. I got bitch slapped from chat. Uh, he did put out a video. Should you buy yes, it? Did. Now, that being said, he was just going based off spreadsheets, which he loves the spreadsheets, and that's fine, but he didn't have access I, to I it. Will say, with it I will say this. Yeah, for those that are interested, uh, and again, it's something we talked about last week, uh, my involvement with the quirks, the um, Huntsman does not have any base quirks. It has a set of eight um, that... Uh, because it will be such a good mech, just like the uh, Nike Air. So just to let you guys know ahead of time, so there's no like armor guard. Um, yeah, you and, just you just squashed all all, all the armor guard. It's not going to happen now. There will well, be no it's, uprising. It's just the fact of um, it's no, a I great know. way of bringing you a powerful try. chassis in without you know having to worry about the the consequences uh, therein. But I will also say that um, the uh, Omni mechs and Omni pods and quirks uh, will be going through a slight revision uh, in the next, um, I would say, patch November, December, and then January as well. Um, you know, some of the goals again, bringing sort of pertinence to um, yeah, having a leg set. It should have different options for you to take, uh, and so on and so forth. So just keep that in mind. All right, did get derailed from the much, news but... there. Uh, we were talking about Mechtoberfest. Awesome. Moving on. Clan Heroes Collection, if you haven't seen it, they were they were announced. Finally, the uh, basically the Clan Invasion Wave 1 mechs now have their heroes. That includes the Timberwolf, Stormcrow, Direwolf, etc. So, uh, Phil, if you can link that, check it out. A lot of people have been wanting those mechs to have heroes. Now they do. Um, we did talk about MechCon. We're going to be there. Bandit's going to be there. MDM Zero is going to be there. All the, uh, the finalists, the teams are going to be there, as well as... Uh, some minor, major, whatever celebrities in your eyes depends from the community, including Side Strafe, George Duncan Fisher, Ledoux, The Beef will be there, uh, Anger Beard from uh, the Angry Joe Army, Zoof, we found out last week or a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, Zoof's going to be there, and potentially Pick a couple other guys trying to get uh, Crazy Hippie there, trying to get Trainsy there. 
and anybody else that we can get there. It's going to be a hell of a party. That's December 3rd in Vancouver. Like I said, if you can't be there, then uh, watch it on twitch.tv forward slash Prana Games. Did, did we give away those two tickets? How, did we figure out? Not whether, yet. What's the plan on that? Or did, did I just throw you under the bus on that one? I'm just He's linking like, uh, to the tickets. Uh, you can purchase tickets right there if you want information on Metcon. Hit that link. Uh, no, we haven't yet. In fact, I was just thinking about that uh, over the last couple of days. I had some personal stuff happen in life. It kind of derailed some of my plans. But we have all kinds of stuff we want to give away this month because it is NGNG's five-year anniversary. Our first podcast was five years ago on October 31st. Again, I don't know why we did it on Halloween night, but we did five years ago. We've been doing we this don't for love five children. Years. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't then, I guess. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I you know I wanted to give stuff away all month, but like I said, time's been flying by. We're already on the twelfth. It's almost already almost halfway in. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do. I got to pop into your streams to start giving stuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I, on a weird schedule right now. I'm I know <laughs> he's, like, I'm his wife's working nights, so he's six up to all night. Six. So but, she doesn't uh, get home till six thirty-seven o'clock. You know, yeah. I'm going to figure out a way to give everything away, and I think what I'm going to do is just bump it everything uh, uh, into November. So we'll we'll keep giving stuff away well into November as part of the celebration for NGNG's five years. Want to say thank you to everybody out there for sticking with us. If you have, yep. if you yep. haven't, yep. we understand. Maybe you'll come back someday. Um, but, uh, it's been quite an adventure and we will continue celebrating five years. We have some changes coming up to our website and some other things too. Yeah. Um, we will oh, let you know. We've been updating, uh, the Twitch, uh, TV, a big shout out to all of our recent subs, by the way, that Amazon Twitch prime has been fantastic for a lot of people. I put up a little PSA, uh, YouTube, uh, highlight as well. That's been fast at fantastic. We literally are at 151 right now, and we get two more emoticons when we hit 250. So uh, we hit the hump, uh, if you will, uh, a while ago, and it just keeps rolling. So thank you guys so much for the support and dedication on that and all of our new followers. And guys that just, you guys show up, you interact, to chat, and of course, our lurkers. We like our lurkers. It's all right. We get it. Maybe you're at work and you can't, you know, interact. We get it. But I uh, just want to say thank you guys so much for the support on that. That is, yeah, that, uh, that yeah. Twitch Prime has been pretty awesome for the community, for the Twitch streamers <laughs> and so forth. Darren, get Phil away. Oh, my God. Um, like I said, uh, when we do hit 200 the shipping subs, on that, man. by the way, I will be doing a 12-hour stream. I did make that commitment. I didn't include you, Darren. So you're, there you go. Um, yeah, if we hit so. what? When we hit 250 subs. Oh, when we hit 250? Yeah. Okay. I said I'll do a 12-hour stream. All right. So there we have it. Angerbeard! Look at He's there. He's 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 lurking. So hopefully oh, uh, Angerbeard will be talking soon. Anyway, that's pretty much it for MWO and NGNG News. Again, uh, Bandit, thank you for being here and updating us on uh, MRBC League, which is exciting. I can't wait to see that league kick off. Matches happening. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of exciting matches coming from that. Be sure to tune in. And then, of course, we'll uh, keep working together with the MWO World Championship Tournament. Regional finals coming up. Stay tuned for that. Um, Yeah. Is there anything else you want to plug, Bandit, before we're out of here? Just go support all the new shoutcasters that are trying to get into the scene, too. I mean, obviously, we've been doing it for a few seasons, but... There's a lot of people who are interested in it, and they need your support and feedback. So definitely go give them a watch. Uh, Be gentle, of course, but encourage them to increase because the more casters we get out there, the more coverage MWO gets out in the world. Awesome. 
Um, and again, to reiterate what Phil was saying, uh, thank you all out there for the support. Um, there were some subs and, and follows and so forth during the stream. We appreciate that. Um, and yeah, Phil, you have anything else to say on that? Oh, no. I, you know, like I said, you guys have literally, like, I'll start the streams and it just becomes this like instantaneous and you guys, the support has been fantastic. And of course, I, you know, like I said, kudos to Amazon for finally doing something integrated. It gives, you know, people that already, and mainly it's for people that ha- already have Amazon Prime. I don't want to push Amazon Prime on you. That is not our prerogative. But if you already have it and you'd like to support NGNG TV, and of course, if you've already subbed, and I think this is important, if you've already subbed to NGNG TV and you have Amazon, go through the Twitch Prime, cancel that sub, save yourself $4.99. Uh, you know, like I said, it's mainly just to get it out there. And um, yeah, and of course... The one thing uh, I will say with uh, Bandit and and Darren is we you know we've talked about um, things that could definitely help improvement of shoutcasting. I know there's a lot of ideas, uh, you know, replay systems, this and that, improve, you know, this and that. Um, the great thing is, you know, we do have these people that have been doing this now for well over a year, and when those discussions are happening behind the scenes, uh, I'll you know we'll make sure that that. Uh, those voices are definitely heard. But um, yeah, I just want to say thank you guys uh, so much. This has been a good podcast. And of course, Bandit, it's always a pleasure. And uh, we, could, we we bumped his schedule, by the way. You have a, some scrimmages or something going on tonight? It looks like my scrimmage actually got canceled. So now oh. I'm going to do my dailies. <laughs> Sorry about that. But anyway, uh, we appreciate you being here, making the sacrifices. Again, I do want to let you know, again, uh, keep your eye on eyes open, whatever, for uh, maybe a Twitter post, something like that, about uh, Phil and myself with Bandit and MDM0 doing kind of a recap of the the qualifiers Ooh. as well as the uh, the three-way tie and what happened with that. So that will be Friday, maybe, maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. I don't know. We'll let you know as soon as we know. Uh, stay tuned, and thanks again. I was going to say, not only do we have the Huntsman sneak peek coming on Monday. Yes. Oh, yeah, we have something else that you're working on, huh? We have something else, and I'm just going to leave that there. Totally. Really? You're not going to no, even hint? No, near, not even. You tease. I'm just going to, something that you. But it's, is, so, it's such a hot topic. It's so. It's coming out uh, Tuesday. It's so steamy. Match, I feel like you, you know, should bring it up. You shut your freaking <laughs> face there, old man. No, anyways, guys, uh, it's, it's yeah, you guys will enjoy it. And, uh, of course, uh, yeah. Take us no. out, man. Um, just want to say thank you again to uh, all of our n- listeners, new and old or old and new. And, of course, all of our new subs, our patrons. We had a new patron today. Thank you guys so much for your support and backing. I just want to say uh, it is greatly appreciated and just it it blows my mind. And, of course, this was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast signing off for tonight. This is Phil. And this is Darren. Until next time, Mech Warriors. And Bandit. Oh, we totally <laughs> didn't forget <laughs> that. Don't say, forget say, Bandit. This is Bandit. This is Bandit. There we go. <laughs> Literal. See you guys.